Hey everybody, welcome to the show, uh, NPR edition. This is very calm, very collected. It's it's very quiet, <laughs> and this is not sponsored by anything that will shave your nether regions. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I didn't even introduce the show. So for everybody who's wondering why this sounds weird and different, uh, it's IRL edition. For those of you uh, with the privilege of internet, this is being recorded live at Bright Star Studios World Headquarters patent pending. And uh, we figured since we're here, uh, we might as well do a couple of things. Uh, let's start with the the most prudent thing. Me and Yoris went to the gym yesterday, <laughs> so if we seem destroyed, it's because we have no limbs left. It is. Um, it was brutal. It was. It's so good. Painful. Good. Brutal. Yeah, it's the longest single workout I've ever had. This has nothing to do with Emerson. <laughs> <laughs> so hi, tis Q and A six. Yes. We are up to six. We are soon gonna be in the teens, and I am flabbergasted that we have enough to talk about to fill up six of these, but here we are. Oh, we got plenty. So much, and so much more to come into the future. It's it's great that I can play to you. Very smooth. It's feeding my narcissism so much. Hey, merch, not available yet, but look, it looks great on the boys. Um, So, <laughs> I've pulled some questions, as always, from uh, our newly revamped Thank You Community moderators uh, question channel on our Discord, and here we go. Let's start with a spicy one. Do you have any updates on the development of the game? Yes. So, Ooh. hold on, let me turn my off. Very impressive. It's Mr. Development. Yeah. He's texting. <laughs> so, uh, we've been working very hard on, on expanding a team. We're currently 37, 38. I can't keep track because it grows by the week. Um, but we're currently about 38 people um, trying to expand the team significantly more. I think we have about 30 open job applications at the moment, uh, trying to uh, trying to grow very aggressively. Uh, game is very active in development, and uh, we're working towards something very nice for the first half of 2022. <laughs> we we have revealed some of that. You know, we we've. Sort I was of, being very subtle. People I don't know read the Q and A. Uh, we have bumped. Uh, events that were going to happen this year, right? Such as pre-alpha technical tests, things of that nature to early 2021, which is ostensibly still on track. But yes, the majority of our time uh, has been taken up with just expanding the team, setting up processes, making sure that everybody who has been brought on, who is very competent, knows what they're doing. Yeah, and That's... making sure we're ready for scale, right? Absolutely. Because we want to become a significant company, right? Oh, yeah. We don't just want to make a simple game. Yeah. Uh, Ember Sword is a behemoth of a game, right? <laughs> so we need to be ready for scale. We need to be ready Absolutely. to have the proper processes, pipelines, and so forth, you know, so everyone knows what they have to do, um, and we can actually work as efficiently as possible. Game development is hard. It is very difficult. And it's something and, that people don't really realize. And if you're crazy enough to make an MMO, <laughs> it's even harder. Yeah. First project, how hard can it be, right? Yeah, I know. It's... <sighs> I don't know, it's even from somebody who's in marketing, which is, is a perspective that's very divorced from the general gameplay development, thanks to the fact that maybe it's because I'm a BZB, but I just constantly see so many things happening. Like I, I pop into our production pipelines at least once a week to just see the progress that's been made, mm -hmm. and it's mind-blowing. Yeah, we're, we're starting to like really pick up the pace, mm -hmm. right? Um, and, and one area that still needs to grow is the art team, for example. Mm -hmm. So they're not that big, but they move so bloody fast. Insanely right? so, because they, right. they've standardized their processes. Yeah, so it's their own fault. Like, they're too efficient. 
<laughs> so they don't need to expand they just work yet. work too good. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, um, the, the most prudent question has been answered. For, for everybody that's been chomping at the bit, yes, development is progressing quite well. And thankfully, we're juggling a lot of dev work with a lot of people work. So it's it's a very exciting time. And we're doing it, what, right before the holidays? Because we're insane. Why not, right? That's how it's shaken out. On to my new show. Second question. Um, this is more pertaining to PvP. That's something that a lot of people have been asking about, especially Felp. Hi, Felp. Uh, if someone wants to play a more competitive PvP mode, like a dedicated 5v5 thing, for example, mm -hmm. uh, will we have something like that in-game? We have touched upon this somewhat, but it's nice to reiterate. So... In order to be able to like deliver the game, right, we're we're making sure that the scope of the game is manageable mm -hmm. because like we have a lot of really creative people in the team and everyone yeah. comes up with amazing ideas. But the 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 best way to not deliver a game is have too many creative ideas, mm -hmm. right? It's very easy to go out of scope and to build a million features that don't work. Um, it's much <laughs> Sorry, better. <laughs> I just didn't say anything. <laughs> um, but it's it's much better to, for example, have five uh, gameplay elements that work, right? And yeah. work well and are polished. So we definitely had the idea of doing like an arena kind of setup where it's 5v5 with some win conditions and things like that. Mm -hmm. Definitely a cool idea. Not currently on the roadmap mm -hmm. because we want to make sure that the, the base game works first. Absolutely. Right? So we do have uh, PvP elements in the, in the open area. Um, there it's kind of uh, like... I don't want to say free-for-all, but it's like um, you can make a party of five, yeah. but multiple parties can come in, right? So it can be like mm -hmm. five different parties fighting together, yeah. um, making total chaos. Right? Absolutely. I mean, it's having a dedicated mode like that, just again, I, I love reiterating things in this podcast just so it, it draws into people's brains how, how much we care about making this right. Because we, we're not blind, right? We, we don't want to just... Um, jump into scope creep immediately and then not be able to actually deliver anything it's the best way to not deliver a game Absolutely. right it's uh, and like that that's kind of the crux of of game development in general mm -hmm. it's a very creative profession mm -hmm. and we've all played a lot of video games Yo, right yeah. it's like oh that video game does something cool can we like add that right mm -hmm. and if you don't have people that say no then your entire project will crash and burn and eventually you're gonna run out of money, right? Because it's yep. not a cheap no, project, no, 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 right? No, no, no. <laughs> so, with, with the amount of people bringing in, sure shit isn't. Um, <laughs> something uh, more to the positive side, then I guess. Uh, what is the reward curve like for leveling up non-combat skills? So, this is currently still part of balancing mm -hmm. because uh, at the end of the game, it sort of depends on a lot of different factors, right? Like. If you only have one tree you can cut down and there's 50 people trying to cut down that one tree, <laughs> then your progression could be linear, but it's still going to take you a very long time because you have yeah. to compete with everyone. So it, it's kind of a balance between game design, level design, and the progression system itself, mm -hmm. right? Um, so at the moment, it is... Mm, at the moment, it's it's not quite linear, um, but it, it it's so subject to change that yeah. I can't really answer the question at the moment. Mm -hmm. But um, once we've gone through like technical testing and closed alpha testing, then you know we're gonna have a much better idea of how people play the game because as a game designer, like you come up with this cool idea, <laughs> yeah. right? And it's like, oh, I'll just take this trajectory, and this some stupid players go off the <laughs> other direction, right? <laughs> uh, you know, like I just build you this ten hours of content, and they just run off in the other direction. Yeah. So you want to make sure that 
um, that you actually test with actual user information and see how people play the game and then tune and make sure that like the, the two kind of coincide, right? Are there, I, I think, I mean, that's sort of internal documentation that I've seen, but there are multiple things that we're considering for that particular progression path, but we are only going to start implementing them once they've actually gone through testing, correct? Yeah, they, they are implemented, right? So we, we have them. It's just a matter of they need, like, if it's going to be linear, is it going to be uh, whatever kind of curve you want to come up with, right? Yeah. Obviously, we have an idea of how it should work. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, we need to verify before we kind of lock in and, and say, like, this is how it's going to be, right? Thank God for testers. Thank God for QA Abundance testers. Abundance of <laughs> Moving on. Uh, and this one, this one made me chuckle. <laughs> We're going through the show notes. Yes. Is the world map spherical? World map per spherical. There we go. Consonants. Beautiful. Like, can you walk from, let's say, from Solar Run and so or? Nope. Map Ooh. is flat. Uh, the world is flat. Yes. <laughs> Confirmed here. Don't don't go there. <laughs> if don't the real there. world does not want to conform to the ideal shape of a planet, oh, no. we will make one. We're going downhill. That is. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm a flat earther. I'm just saying. Give me more evidence. <laughs> no, 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 no. Cut. <laughs> but no, the map is it's not... completely flat. Uh, there is um, teleportation, so uh, people with cities, for example, can place teleportation hubs, so you mm -hmm. can actually move around, right? Um, but we're primarily pushing people to actually travel throughout the game because then you're gonna run into other people, right? Yeah. We want Embersor to be social. Mm -hmm. We want people to meet each other, you know, make friends, make parties, make guilds, right? And if you can teleport all over the place, yeah, kind of negates then, the point at some point. Exactly right, which is kind of why I'm sad that they added flying mounts to World of Warcraft <laughs> because you take something from a two-dimensional plane into three-dimensional, mm -hmm. right? And now the volume in which you can avoid people is significantly larger, so you're never going to run into people again. Because if you're all running on the ground, you're going to run into other people, True. right? The game feels alive, you start chatting with people, you make parties, you make friends, you make guilds, right? Mm -hmm. That's how I played games. And, you know, growing up like MMOs, that's what I love about MMOs. But as soon as you, like, make it three-dimensional, I know I'm going way off track here, no, no, but as soon as good. you make it three-dimensional, then the volume is so significantly larger that you're never going to run into people. Right, and suddenly the game feels dead. You only play with people that are already in your guild or people that you already know, mm -hmm. and you never make new connections, which sucks. Well, right. counterpoint to that, sort of counterpoints. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't there be some mechanics that facilitate? I mean, we do have mechanics that facilitate people, you know, wanting to meet other people. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which yeah. which shouldn't necessarily be dependent on if there are flying mounts or any anything among the no lines. no. But obviously, like you need to see other people <laughs> to begin with, yeah, right? You need in a catalyst or... moment, I guess. Exactly. So we're we're really trying to nudge people in the direction to kind of like make friends and, and make make uh, connections and such, which at the end of the day is what makes most games right. memorable, right? Everything else would, from there on out is a snowball effect. Yep. In terms of game design. Exactly. Um. So how does then you cannot physically walk from one nation to the other then? You can walk from one nation to another, but mm -hmm. you can't like go around the ah. map, right? So you go can't. Like, okay, so it doesn't. Okay. Like a cool. two-dimensional mm -hmm. grid. Yeah. At some point, you reach the end of the pizza. <laughs> um, I cannot. Wow, I cannot believe those words came out of my mouth. Nobody <laughs> meme this. Uh, <laughs> do we already have a new player experience outlined? Meaning uh, onboarding. Um. So. The, the, the moment you kind of do the uh, player uh, onboarding experience, like it depends on what features you have, right? Mm -hmm. So we obviously have an outline for features, but they haven't been 
some haven't been built yet or some haven't been fully flushed out yet yeah so you don't know how the system is going to work in practicality mm -hmm. so you can't really make an onboarding guide yeah you can't write the onboarding guide before you know what to onboard people onto yeah right so uh, this is something you do at the end mm -hmm. um so it hasn't been made yet but this would probably i think it's on the roadmap for like end of 2022 mm -hmm. when we're maybe doing something i don't know if we <laughs> promised anything there but um end of end of 2022 we'd have more like uh yeah, once, streamlined onboarding experience I mean, we don't want to put the carriage before the horse exactly it's uh, simply put very well put can you believe it's my job to talk into this microphone? I, uh, I can. <laughs> <laughs> and then finally, uh, the biggest, the biggest of qualities to to end on. Are there going to be any time limits or alarms to try and help players who might get you know too into the game? Meaning any type of um, sort of time limiter so people can get up and you know go have a walk, drink water. Yeah. Uh, currently not planned. However, uh, it's certainly something we could add. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, we're really trying to do kind of an iterative uh, design approach. Like yeah. in, in the most traditional way, when you develop an MMO, it's like five years of close development, right? Then you uh, release it to the public and the public is like, oh, we don't like this thing. And then the game studio is like, well, too bad. We just spent five years on it, <laughs> right? So we're, we're trying not to do that. Yeah. Um, and we're trying to open up the doors a little bit closer or like earlier, mm -hmm. really let people play the game and do it so early that we can still use their feedback and actually integrate it into the game, right? Yeah. Because if you do it after five years, then it might take you a year to redo the entire combat system if people don't like it, mm -hmm. for example. So this is one of those things that, you know, if the community thinks like, we would really like a system like this, great, then we'll build it, right? But we don't want to preemptively make a lot of assumptions. Yeah. Because... We have a finite time budget. We have a finite budget. time budget and we only have, you know, so many people to work on the game. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're really trying to go for this, like, iterative approach. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I like that this has been the sort of the, the core thread that has run through this podcast. It's We're focusing a lot on collaborative, collaborative work, yep. doing things manageably, and iterating. Absolutely, 100%. Which That's is the, the only way how you make a good game, is Hell iterating. Oh, yeah. Ah, fantastic note to end on. Well, that was, that's been all of the questions. Hmm. That I had set up. Gotta hydrate. I gotta hydrate. I should have brought a bigger bottle. Yeah, so the did thumbnail I, I, can I, probably be like me blowing this up to to the size of like a, a cow's head. Nice. <laughs> I don't know. What do you want to talk about? Yeah. Drawing a blank here. Drawing a blank. Have you ever thought about that expression, drawing a blank? How do you? That that's very oxymoronic, isn't it? Because you're you're trying to essentially conceptualize the unconceptualizable. How oh did my I bite God, my we're going meta. <laughs> Incredibly meta. Oh. Anyway, this has been the end of the podcast. The philosophy podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the after hours one. Subscribe to Patreon if you want to see more. Patreon.com slash not here yet. Um, so thank you for taking time. Thank you for having me. Freaking insane day. I almost said a bad word on our PG 13 maybe podcast, in which yeah, we probably every other 13. Week. Yep. I've been trying to get better at this. But yeah, thank you for uh, having the whole sit down. Thank you for destroying me yesterday at the gym. <laughs> Nobody isolated. Yes, at context. Thank you. And um, yeah, this has been very enjoyable. We'll catch you guys next time. Uh, Thanks. Hey, you. You made it to the end. Congratulations. That must mean you like us enough to want more, right? Well, good news. We're all over the internet. 
Go to embersword.com and subscribe to our newsletter for a chance to play the game early, as well as the latest interesting tidbits on the game and the team. Join our lovely Discord community over at discord.gg embersword. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook at PlayEmbersword for regular updates on what we're up to. And remember the basics. Drink water, be kind to each other, and spread the word about Embersword. <laughs>